This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. This one is explicit. Hello, Jessica. What's up, Elsie? What's going on? Oh my God! How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm a little tired. I'm. I've, you know what I've just gotten obsessed with? Mm. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Yeah. You're obsessed with Downtown Abbey. Are you watching it like on? Uh, um, I'm. A, I'm. I was going to say uh, Amazon. Oh my God! So I just started because I, you know. It used to be on Netflix, and then it disappeared. I never mm-hmm. watched it. Mm-hmm. And then it was on Amazon, and I just didn't have that, and now I do. And so mm-hmm. I just started, and, and it's... It, it's amazing. It is it's, amazing. It's so oddly addictive. It's almost like you don't even know why, but I yet think you... It, there's a deep longing can't... for something like that in your life, don't you? I mean, honestly, yeah. that first scene on the first season, I don't know if you ever... Re- but of course, I'm like right in it right now. Well, that's really the only season. I watched that season when I was in um, California with my sister, uh-huh. and I was like trying to escape from her three children. So, like, oh, um, I remember that season very well. And the second season was kind of where I trailed off, but I would like to restart it again just because I was always interested in it. And yes, just like you're saying, like, I'm very interested in like not even being a crawly, but being like just being just like a part of the the whole thing yeah even, even to be a servant would be kind of cool Well, that's what i was thinking i was thinking like how cool is it that you totally know exactly what you have to do every day you're yeah. like you gotta go here this happens at this time you clean this up you, you sort of all of it is so it's relaxing almost i know but then who knows maybe maybe you know i mean obviously we're seeing it from our life in some way. But I heard a commentary that they said, I so I finished season one and I started season two. And in season two, uh, they had like a 10 minute, uh, on the Amazon Prime, right? So they had a little mm-hmm. 10 minute mini documentary. Um, about the, the house. About the house, right? So they just were talking about why they chose the house and all this kind of stuff. But there was a comment that they made the, I would assume that it was the creators and the producers about how interested they were in that life and that really that life is the foundation of our current life. Like it seems like at that time there were like these separate things happening at the same time and that that, and that the house, Downton Abbey, was an, an entire society, you know? I mean, yeah, if it goes down, it's not just about the family having no money. It's really about all those people losing their jobs and what they're going to do. And Yeah. Yeah, it's or, crazy. I mean, from the top to the bottom, you kind of see how everybody's little relationships are exactly a mirror of our current society in a variety yeah. of different ways and how that was really the foundation of how we kind of evolved. And I and I had never thought about it that way. And it, it, it's, it's true. I guess we all have a little bit of that in our lives. Somehow. The part that's so amazing to me is like, like you said, 
season one, scene one, just what goes into getting that bitch yeah. breakfast. I know. It's crazy. I know. They are scurrying and hustling and bread is being baked from scratch and dough is being kneaded. And it's also she can ring that little bell and have a muffin. I know. That's it. Her life is about one muffin and 20 people it takes. Yeah. And being to, able being to, to be ready when the bell starts to ring and for you to go up there. You know, it's just so. Yeah, they have to have a whole meeting before those people even wake up for breakfast. They have to have like a staff meeting. It's like a restaurant and a hotel and it's so much and it's just their house. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's just insane. And it's, then on what level was everyone's house like that? Like if you weren't one of them and you were just kind of like, I don't know, like the like the pastor's wife or something. Right. Do you just have one servant or do you need a valet also and a maid? Does each each one of them get their own maid or? I don't know. I don't even know what the eco or like the structure is. Like what's the, the you know, oh, the, the footman they, versus the housemaids versus the kitchen maid. I, I assume the kitchen maid's the lowest. But, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's just, it's, but I was just thinking like that, that's just insane for for me to see like all that stuff. It's just I don't know. So yeah, anyway, I'm a little bit obsessed with that crazy. because of, of everything. that. And they're so... I'm right there they, with you. Uh, they address things in such a sincere and honest and straightforward way. Like, they try to hide certain things, but when they have the conversations, like when somebody says, did you do this? Mm-hmm. Then they go, yes, I did that. Yeah. Oh, I, that that is bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's very simple, like, conversations, and then they go, well... Thank you. I mean, all the conversations that they're having are really sort yeah, there's of... there's never like a, screw you, man! Yeah, totally. Never. No! Yeah, all of it is masked under... That's why I think that show gets, like, acting awards and stuff. And that's why Joanna Fraga is always up for an Emmy, because she's the one who plays, um... Oh, God. Uh, the one... The blonde housemaid. I think Anna. she's Mary... Yeah, I think she's in Mary's Mary's uh, housemaid. Housemaid Anna. Yeah. yeah, she's always up for an Emmy, and it's probably because of that because she's got a lot to be like disgruntled about, but she's always very pleasant. Yeah, there's always something yes, that's there's a multi layered approach to everything, and yeah, it's oh, really gosh. cool. They're equals, yet they're not equals. Yeah. That's her station. That's her station. And yet they see, you know, yet they're kind of like partners in crime when, when Mary has that whole thing with the guy who dies or whatever. I know. But that was just so bizarre. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, if that's some, hilarious. But it's hilarious. So, and it's also hilarious. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. But we don't want to have any spoilers. But there's something that's horrible that happens if you haven't seen Downton Abbey. It seems like I'm like the only one. No, but, um, yeah. But, you know, something awful happens. But w- what was interesting to me is when it really does come out, how everybody's like, you know, they're disgruntled for a second, but then it's like, okay, now what do we do? Like there's... Bury it under the carpet and keep on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's just insane. But anyway, that, so that's why I'm exhausted because yeah. I watch like a couple at night, which yeah, is, you know... Yeah. So it's oh, like, yeah. so. You can't just watch one. They're like Lay's potato chips. Yes, I know. And then I'm like, how many... Can I stay up for another hour? So last night I went to sleep at two. <gasps> 
Well, I beat bad. You. <laughs> and that's yeah, like that's by choice, bad. you know. I was like, "Oh my god." So, yeah, that's not so good. So, I'm going to have to figure that out. But anyway. Yes. Um, so I decided uh oh, oh, we have to talk about some of our stuff that we have to, that we have to offer. So, we just had our LinkedIn webinar, people. We just had our LinkedIn webinar and now the recording is for sale at shepodcast.com forward slash shop. So, if you missed it, amazing information about how podcasters are using LinkedIn to highlight their podcasting experience, which is something I was really itching and burning to learn, um, <clears throat> pun intended. And then this next one is going to be about sponsors and media kits, advertising and sponsorships and media kits and how to get yourself ready for those and what you need in order to start looking for them if you're ready and even if you're not ready. Yes. And, and Jessica is really, she's like insanely good. Not just because she's my partner and my co-host and my friend. She's very good. Although at I am all those things. Yes. I mean, yeah, of course you are all those oh, things, yes. but she is so good at this stuff, guys. And and you know what really makes me kind of want to pull my hair out is that it, it doesn't matter how often we tell you that this stuff works. It doesn't matter how often you see how cool it is, the kind of work that she does for whatever reason podcasters keep going back to the same model that's not working and it yeah, doesn't work the for you. Model so can you please stop it? Can you please come to this webinar and at least start to like wash yourself or your brain out of starting to make negotiations or think that downloads are the be all and end all of podcasting and the only way that you can get sponsorship because it's over. That conversation's over. It's totally old school. It's like if you smoke. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, God, smoking. (laughs) Smoking is so gross. So please sign up for that. We will have a link. in. We don't know the exact link at this moment, but there will be a link in the show notes for you to to just sign up for that specific webinar, which is going to be amazing. Yes. And uh, please get your spot stat. Yes, it's going to be really fun. It's like my favorite thing to talk about. And I'll see, I'll see not so much. So it'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best when she's uncomfortable talking with me about money. I love it. Okay, and then to talk about our sponsors, Dree with ConnectEpic.com. Um, thank you for your sponsorship. And and to Boss Jock Studio still. Yeah, check out Boss Jock Studio. That's who how, who I used and how I, I did mobile podcasting from Podcast Movement. And Jaree has this cool business where she connects podcasters with guests and guests with podcasters and helps everybody network. Um, so you can check it out at ConnectEpic.com. But now we're getting to the main topic of the conversation here that I thought that I needed to address because I got, I've been wanting to do this for a long time and I finally did it um, this past week. It seems like a couple of weeks ago. I didn't even know you were doing this, by the way. I kept seeing you. It was just (laughs) funny. Maybe you should probably explain it. I totally just interrupted you. Sorry. Go ahead. So I'm going to be quiet This is what happened a couple of weeks ago or maybe even, was it last week? I think it might have been either last last week or the week before. Yeah. Skype went down. For a lot of people worldwide, particularly people that were out of the United States, it didn't go out for me and it it didn't go out. I think it might have been gone for like a a day or so, but it uh, it really messed up a lot of people's workflow because obviously we're sort of like Skype is the thing that we use and it was gone. I actually did a podcast interview. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it was uh, horrible. It was awful. uh, We tried to use FaceTime and FaceTime disappeared almost. Do you remember when I was having trouble connecting with you? Like there were a couple of times we went on Skype. Okay. Imagine that, but like times 100. 
It was like I could get through a sentence and then we'd stop and start. And stop. I think it's she cute had... that you tried FaceTime. That's hilarious. It was hilarious. Uh, but the thing is, my it... last choice, actually. <laughs> but we did. I mean, we totally went for that. And that's what we used. Honestly, I would use carrier pigeon first. That's how carrier little pigeon. I try. That's how little I trust FaceTime. Oh, my God. It was it was heinous. It was totally heinous. And we, of course, did not use video. But it was awful. And then I thought there needs to be some kind of solution. And I've been seeing a lot of people like Miss Carol Sanic, who hates Skype. She's always like, I'm never going to use Skype ever in the whole world. So, you know, we we have to find the best. Yes, go ahead, because I hear you saying something. I just inhaled because I was thinking, I love her eccentricities. Hi, Carol. I know. Hi, Carol. <laughs> I can just totally see her being like, oh, I don't use Skype. No, she doesn't. And she's but just been... the way, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So uh, For those of you who don't know her, you should go to ShePodcast.com forward slash group and join so you can get to know Carol and all our really lovely contestants on ShePodcast.com. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So okay, what I did is after finding this out, I thought like, what can we do as a – Skype alternative? Like what can we use? What different ways we can use stuff? So I decided to test a bunch of stuff. I haven't tested a couple of them, but uh, other people have, but I did my, I wanted to feel, and I wanted to kind of go through the process of doing this and seeing how well it can set up. So that's when you were freaking out and you were going like, why is she doing this (laughs) in the group? Why is she posting this? Why is she testing all this stuff? So, um, yes, yes, I saw you testing and I was just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. I, I, speaking of that, we've started doing our audio in a new and interesting way. And I, we would really like, this is totally off the record. We would really like feedback as to whether or not you can tell that we've done something different. But back to what Elsie was saying. Yeah. It was like nighttime and I was kind of like piddling around with the baby and like trying to get some work done. And all of a sudden I, Elsie's like, Hey, want to try fuse? Hey, want to try, <laughs> Hey, want to try Skype? Hey, want to, Hey, want to try? And I was just like. And then when I pop out, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll test it with her. There's like five other people on the call. <laughs> Thank God I didn't use video because with Elsie, it's okay for me to look like Richard Simmons, a braless Richard Simmons, like a braless, overweight Richard Simmons. But it's not okay for me to look like that in front of everybody. Dude. Elsie's like my sister, you know, like I can't do that in front of in front of everybody. So I was just like, what's up, Laura McClellan? How are you? All these other people like. Thank God there was no video. But yeah, I don't know. We tested a couple other things, but Skype didn't really go down for me either. But it's always good to have a backup that's like reliable, especially for you, because like to my hundred millibytes or grams or hertzes per second, you get like two. I know. Milligrams per second. That's hilarious. Milligrams. I know. I'm thinking in grams for some reason. So Elsie did like a tech, you know, you should really do a write up. I should do a, a little bit of a write up on this. I mean, but I, I guess like- maybe when you do the show notes, I can, you know, we I, we can help you expand on it a little bit because really what this is is like a it, you were kind of a guinea pig for Skype alternatives, and I think it would be useful for everybody, not just people who podcast, because it goes down, and shit goes down all the time, and Mercury and retrograde makes it worse. I mean, hey, if you're listening and you don't agree with that, yeah, right, it does, it totally does. So. So you need other stuff to use, stuff on your phone. Did you test everything both on your phone and your PC or was most of it just on your phone? I tested the majority of it um, on the PC. Uh, because, oh, good. Because I actually don't have the setup for my 
iPhone yet because I don't have the camera connection kit. That's the only reason I did not test it on my phone. No, that's good though. I think that's perfect. These are some of the Skype alternatives that I that I tested, and and these are the ways that I that I was trying to figure this out from. Like part of it for me was they needed, or it was a really huge bonus that they had an app that the service had an app on the phone because as Jessica knows very very well, as do I, my internet uh, sometimes disappears, and for me to be able to access whatever it is that I'm doing via my phone is really, really important. Mm. Um, so that was really big. So, and then I tested two different ways. So let me just start, get started. So I tested Zoom, Z-O-O-M, which is kind of like go to meeting. It, it's an online meeting piece of software. So mm. all the majority of these you have to download. So Zoom, you do have to download to your computer, like the client, the Zoom client. And there is a Zoom app as well. It's very easy to start calls like and you just basically, you know, send a link and people kind of tap on that link and then they can join. I think it's a little bit annoying for the other person. You would have to if you are using Zoom, you would have to give your guest instructions of what they need to do in order to join because I believe Zoom doesn't work on on Safari. So there's a couple of these that don't work in Safari, uh, the browser for the Mac, and so you have to use Chrome. So that's something that's kind of weird. Or you have to download the client, and maybe some people don't want to download the client. But I was very, very surprised by the quality of Zoom. They give you a, if for free, they give you a recording after you're done, you um, you get a recording of your call. And it's just, it's not split into two different pieces, which means that um, if somebody's levels are off, then you're kind of screwed. But if your levels are okay, then you're fine. It's not a big deal. And so you have that. Now, I was also using in conjunction to Zoom at the same time, a piece of software called Audio Hijack. And this is only for Mac. It's a $49 piece of software. I had bought this a long, gosh, this was probably the second piece of software that I bought for the Mac years and years and years and years ago. And Audio Hijack just had a big upgrade about a year ago now. And it's what it does is it hijacks audio from different parts of your Mac in, in almost in every situation. So it can keep it can um, take audio pieces from whatever is connected to your Mac, as well as almost any piece of any app that you have running in your map. It can in your Mac, you can also take audio. So what I did at the same time that I was recording via Zoom, because it's really easy to do, you just, you know, tap a little button. I also set up a way to record my side of the conversation on Audio Hijack, as well as any sound coming through the app, which was Zoom. So what that gave me is two completely separate tracks, my own special audio track, as well as the audio track from my guest, so that if there were level differences, uh, I could very easily, in post-production, re-edit that and put it together and do a, what we call a double-ender just by using Audio Hijack. So I thought that was really great because then I have a backup. I have both the, you know, the recording that I'm recording locally in my computer as well as the Zoom recorder. So Zoom, I thought, was a good alternative. Then I tested out Fuse, F-U-Z-E. I have heard a lot of really wonderful things about Fuse, especially because, and this is for video stuff, it really supports, I think, over or up to 100 people on video for a class. Is that not mm -hmm. amazing? 
Yeah, I really like Fuse. I really like Zoom too, actually, but I didn't know that it did a recording. Yeah, so Zoom does the recording. But Fuse is good. I like the interface and everything. It's nice. Fuse is very beautiful. The thing with Fuse, though, guys, is that the free, because, you know, there's levels, of course. The free level for Fuse only supports up to three people, I believe three or four people, and you need to upgrade in order to get a recording. And I think that you have to upgrade to the $40 a month level to get a recording, which is kind of lame. So, eh. But what I did is I also <laughs> recorded via Audio Hijack, uh, and so I was able to still record using Fuse locally only. So I don't have a backup for that. It was just it was just through Fuse, and I was able to do that, which was great. So if you do own Audio Hijack plus the free service of Fuse, you can still do it. Then of course there's Go to Meeting, which we've all attended at some point, or Go to Webinar. Which mm-hmm. uh, it's the same thing. You still have to download a client, as do you, you. You have to download for Fuse as well. Fuse is also a downloadable client, and they have an app. GoToMeeting also has an app, and you have to download the client. Same thing with that one. You can still record via audio, audio hijack, and also you know the quality of GoToMeeting. I think it's pretty decent. Although I was, I kind of really like the Zoom quality better than the GoToMeeting quality in terms of the recording that they give you. But um, that's also something. But GoToMeeting is not free. So you have to pay to use that service. Uh, so if you already have GoToMeeting for your business or GoToWebinar or something, why not use it to record your podcast as a backup? That's Why not? Good. Why not, right? Why that, the hell not? Why not? <laughs> so then, <laughs> then we have Uber Conference, which I have heard a lot of people talk about and I have never used. I've never really been a fan of these conference kind of call things. But I thought Uber Conference was really nice. It has a really nice interface. It looks very kind of modern. Everything's browser-based for Uber Conference. So there's no client that you download. There's nothing locally that you have to do. Everything is browser-based. And I also think that it only works on Chrome, I think. Mm -hmm. So you have to use Chrome to use Uber Conference. And you can have a lot of people come in. And that's when Jessica and I think I had two other people there. And I also had Jen join the call. And and what was really great about that is that she joined via phone and I had somebody else there that was not on the phone. So that was really great because I really heard the difference in quality. So Excel um, was in there with me as was Jess and Jen. I think Jen, Jess, you came later on there. And what was interesting about that is that Excel was on a microphone. I was on a microphone. The recording for Uber conference was really high quality for what it gives you. I was very impressed. Jen was on the phone, and when she called in on her phone, her audio levels were really low. So you could you could really, really hear a difference between Excel and I talking and Jen talking. So that's kind of weird, and you can't really do anything post-production-wise because even when I, again, I recorded using Audio Hijack as another backup, even using Audio Hijack, it would take a lot more post-production work to bring up any time that Jen is talking so that there isn't such a huge drop in volume. So it was a really big drop in volume whenever she was talking so that you could very much tell that Jen was on the phone. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's that. And if that's only- why I don't usually like conferences. Yeah. Conference. But, uh, but if somebody's on a microphone, it worked very, very well. It, the volume level for that was really awesome. And again, you get a recording for Uber Conference. It's a really easy way to download what they give you. And um, so I was very impressed with that. In a pinch, 
totally works. And if you can get your guests to to come to Uber conference using a computer with a microphone, I think you'll have very decent sound. It won't be bad. Now, the other option that there was as of maybe even a couple of weeks ago was PodClear. And PodClear uh, was a client that um, you could, again, download to your computer. And essentially what it did is it provided the opportunity for your guest and for yourself to um, record separately. But PodClear was doing all of the work for you. And as soon as you were done, what uh, the service would do is it would sort of send both of those pieces of audio up to the cloud, and then the service itself would send you a mixed uh, recording or and the two separate tracks. So if you needed to do some post-production yourself, it would be great. But PodClear was just bought out by Blab, which is a live streaming group app service. Sort of like Periscope, but for but, two. Yeah, for more than two. For four, up to four people, I believe. For up to four, right. And yeah. so... So they just bought PodClear, and it seems like they're going to, in some way, they're incorporate PodClear somewhere in there, but that has not been clear, clear, clear PodClear. It's not been PodClear, and um, but but it seems like they the service is no longer working. PodClear is not going to work until I guess they figure out. But Blab is possibly another option, although the only thing that I see in terms of Blab is that it is going to be live. So. You can't really have private blabs. You're going to have to go live with a blab. Uh, the audio quality for blab is also very good if you have the setup, if you have a microphone and all that kind of stuff. But remember that uh, it's going to be happening live. So there, you're going to have people watching you. And there's no way to just do audio, I, I don't believe. So um, you're going to no, use a lot. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you're not going to – you're going to have to use the bandwidth, which is kind of annoying. So there's that. But that's also in a pinch that could totally work. You could use Blab to do it and have people record their own end or use Audio Hijack, which is what I was doing. Another option is Google Hangouts. And you can do a private Google Hangout. And I've done these in the past. And I think it should be pretty easy. We often forget about that. Now, the only thing with... Eh. Because it never works for me. It always breaks down somehow. I think, you know, that's my issue with it as well. And I believe I have a harder time connecting to Google Hangouts on my computer for some reason. I would rather do it on the phone. But that's also an alternative. I mean, you could definitely do that. I think my only issue with Blab and Google Hangouts is that you don't have the option to just do audio. The only reason that I would do that is not necessarily for vanity's sake, but for bandwidth sake. Because if you're sending your your video out, it really depends. It takes away from those of us who have really bad internet. And mm-hmm. anything to be able to do not do that is the best. So, yeah. you know, there's that. Other free conference centers, you know, like I think it's what is it? Free conference call.com or whatever. Free it's conferencing. Ter- I think the audio is terrible. Yeah. It. For those, there's like, if you're going to do that, use Uber Conference. If you're going to do that, use Uber Conference. The other, what's the other one? Adobe, Ac- no, Audio well, Acrobat. Yeah, you do have to either. pay for that one too, though, which is what I'm like. You have to pay for the crappy audio that it yes, gives you. Yes, you have to keep, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a bunch. I mean, even if you just Google like free conference calling centers. I mean, I have another one. They're great for when you have to be on a conference call, but not if you're going to publish that out. So right. stick to Uber Conference if you're going to do something like that um, and make sure that you're mic'd. Uh, on the computer. That would be something else. Now, the last thing would be doing double enders. And I think that doing a double ender is now what we, Jess and I, are basically doing now. So 
even though I, Elsie, am recording on Ecamm Call Recorder so that I do have both sides of the conversation myself, at the same time, Jessica is also recording her side of the conversation locally in her computer using QuickTime. And then in post-production, both of those different sides of the conversation are realigned so that we get really clear audio from Jess's side and really clear audio from my side. So if we have issues that happen in Skype where she cannot hear me or I cannot hear her, other than the awkward silence, <laughs> silences in between, right, right, right. You, don't, you guys don't hear her becoming some kind of robot and you don't hear me becoming some kind of robot, which is, makes it clearer. You know, it makes it cleaner audio. The only way double enders really work is if you are having a co-host or a guest who is also a podcaster and knows and has the ability to do what they're doing, or you feel that your co-host or guest is, um, you feel comfortable enough to ask them to record their side of the conversation on their computer and send it to you. So if that's a possibility for you, that's probably going to be the best kind of audio that you're going to get. Although in a perfect world, that usually doesn't happen. So right. So there's that. Yeah. So those are your options if you are recording, uh, trying to avoid using Skype. And if you want to connect with somebody as well, please remember that some a lot of these have iOS apps so that you could really do this also from your iOS device, particularly if you're a guest on somebody else's show. If you don't have to record it, then it would be really easy for you to just get on Zoom or Fuse on the app. And I know for which one was it that you joined me for, Jess? I think it was Zoom and you used the app to talk with me. Uh, hold when on, you, I'll tell you right I, now. I think I you were talking with me when you were telling me about um, the pictures. Um, Fuse. It was Fuse. Mm -hmm. So when you joined me on there, she was on her phone using just the regular um, ear pods or whatever. And she sounded decent. I mean, it was very, I was, again, it was very good. It was, it, it didn't sound like she was on the phone. Yeah. So that was I don't even really think good. I was even using headphones. I think I was just talking to you. Oh, wow. Cause it, it sounded very good. Actually. I was good. very impressed with the quality. That's even that. better. Really? I know it was super easy. Talking about the phone, we're going to move to iOS. And so iOS, there's an app in iOS. It's called Ringer. It's called R. It's the, you spell it R-I-N-G-R. -R. And mm -hmm. Ringer works. Like Flickr. Like Flickr, but Ringer. <laughs> right. Um, it works almost in the same way as the service that I talked about before, PodClear. So what you do is you have to send, you send a little link to your guest. Oh, and both guests need to be on iOS and need to have the app downloaded, which is a little bit of a challenge. So you're going to have to tell whoever it is going to be that's going to be coming off that they need to have this on their phone. And then you send a link. Ringer very easily creates a link and your guest can tap on that link and it automatically signs into the app um, and, and join sort of the conversation. Uh, if you have started Ringer, then there's a button there for you that you can record the conversation there. Now, as you're talking, then what it's doing, again, is that the app is recording you individually and the other person individually on their phone. And once you're finished, those two pieces of audio are then uploaded to the Ringer servers. And then you, as the host, will get a copy of a merged call plus uh, 
adult, like the double ender side of it, which means they'll get your side of the conversation and their side of the conversation. That's if you pretty handy to. dandy. It's totally handy dandy. I kind of wish you would find another way of saying double ender because I think of like <laughs> the human centipede or something. It's really yeah. gross what comes to mind. Yeah, that's not, that's not the best What's, name. What else could we call that? Anyway, yeah, you, on. you come you come up with another name, and we will use that name. But um, so anyway, you get that stuff, which is great. So in a dream world, it works really, really well. But what I have found is an issue is that number one, you're going to have to take the phone off and put it into airplane mode and just connect via Wi-Fi because if a this is was in the past, I'm not sure if this is happening as of now. But if you do get a phone call while you're on Ringer, it will kind of boot you off the call. So it's best oh, for boo. you to be. I know. So it's best for you to be on airplane mode or whatever it's called, and and just connect via Wi-Fi. Now the other thing that is that a lot of people don't really know about, and especially for your guests. It's after you're finished with the call, it takes a while for your side of the conversation to be uploaded, depending upon how fast your Wi-Fi is. So if your guest is busy and if your guest needs to go somewhere else or if your guest, you know, needs to go, I don't know, on an appointment or use their phone, it's kind of annoying because it takes forever for that upload to happen. So I, I see that as, a, as an obstacle. But if you're working with a co-host that you know and love, you make them suck it up. So <laughs> there's that. Okay, so now we're going to move to the last little thing that I have here, which is something that Rob found, Rob Walsh, my co-host for the feed, and he saw this product as it came out as a Kickstarter about a year or so ago, and it's called Recap, capitals, R-E-C-A-P, and what it is, it's a little kind of a little dongle and dongle is another word that is very odd and weird but a dongle for your uh, phone and what it does is that it gives you the capability for you to record phone calls from your phone that's cool i know so if you have somebody who um, has a hard time maybe calling you on the phone and maybe only wants to use the phone, the Recap app is a really great app, uh, not app, dongle to buy. And it's really great because it, you can record onto directly onto your phone, onto your iOS, and I do believe it works with Android as well. There's different types uh, that you can, you stick it on the phone and you work it that way. Uh, but you need to have two different devices. So it's not like the little dongle then, like let's say I have an iPhone 6. And I also have an iPhone 5. So I will need to use both of these and they will connect together. And that's how the conversation is recorded. It goes into one phone, but it actually needs another iOS device. So you need to have two, either two iPhones or an iPad and an iPhone for these things to work so that there's a recording. Now, there's also another little dongle that goes into your phone and your computer so that if you're recording a conversation from the phone, if you have the computer dongle, then the, the recording is sent to your computer, which is also another great thing for you to be able to have. Um, it's a fantastic little device. You can go to recapmycalls.com and you can find all of them there. And then they give you like a, a really great uh, uh, information about that kind of stuff. 
So I will have links to all of these things in the show notes. I'm not sure how I might, I don't know. It depends on how much work I want to do, but I have some <laughs> audio. I have audio from some of my tests that I, I'm considering putting up there, but I'm like, oh, it's going to be so much work. That's why I decided to use a, the podcast to just talk about it. The links will be in the show notes so that you can see all of these different services. And you tell me if you have any other ideas for recording not using Skype. So you've got lots of ideas now. You know, there's another app that lets you tape a call. I think it's just called Tape a Call. Oh, you know what it does, though? Tape a Call is... It costs like 10 bucks. Tape a Call, right? I believe yeah. Tape a Call, what it does is it's sort of like an intermediary that uses the kind of back end that the free conference call services use on the laptop. So what it is is that it just gives you the ability to record calls, but the calls are done via third party. So you have to call into a service. You know what I'm talking about? So it's going to sound yeah, crappy, yeah, yeah. basically. So if you're going to do that, might as well use Uber Conference. Might yeah. as well use the – I mean, it's, it's kind of dorky because I did ask Rob about that when I saw it, so – there's that. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have any other questions, do you have anything else? Just do you have any ideas of, of maybe other alternatives? And there's FaceTime, of course. You know, Ecamm has a call recorder for FaceTime. Ecamm, Does you it? can buy a FaceTime call recorder. Yes, there is FaceTime. The thing with FaceTime is, as we just experienced, it wasn't really good for recording because it kept on dropping. And that's just. That's just not cool. I mean, it's so annoying. I can't even take it. That's why, yeah, that's why I said like carrier pigeon would be better. I mean, when I was first starting the podcast, I, it didn't occur to me to use Skype. I was going to try and use Blog Talk Radio, and that was a disaster because I just think it didn't sound good. And then Audio Acrobat, which was worse of a disaster because it sounded like a teleconference. It sounded like someone on the phone talking into like a tunnel, and that's what you want to avoid. So I stopped right. using them almost right away. Because I didn't know there was like an ecam thing even, but um, no, I'm pretty stuck with Skype. I don't like to use Google Hangouts, and it's been only one person in 150 interviews for Lady Business that insisted on using Google Hangouts instead of Skype, and it didn't really work that well. Oh gosh! And then one time that I had to do it because Skype wasn't working, that was with Leonie Dawson, who's in uh, Australia, mm -hmm. and I couldn't seem to get her. Oh, and then there was one other person who I just couldn't get it to work with anybody. She was in France. <laughs> wow. Like just no matter what I tried, nothing was happening. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm not going to interview you. Bye. I just couldn't oh get it to gosh. work. Just no matter what I used, nothing was working. It was terrible. Yeah, it sucks when that happens. I would set up – you know what? We should probably – that's what I wanted to do. But today we, I was running late. And like I said, I'm tired. But I, I want to use one of those other things just for fun to record one of our shows just to see how it works out. Just like we did yesterday. I'm game. Let's do it. Yeah, because yes, you know, on Monday we did our meeting uh, using Fuse, our business meeting. We used Fuse, and we I was on the phone. Were you on the phone or were you on the computer? Uh, phone. I okay, believe. so um, that was really cool. The only thing with those is that I have found too when I'm on the phone is that it's not as easy for Fuse. At least for me, it wasn't as easy to mute myself, and being able to mute myself is very important for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, very important because I need to make sure that there's always sounds in the back end. And I feel, I felt that the fuse app, every time I tapped on the, on the mute button, it, it, there was a delay. Mm -hmm. There was a delay in muting me and there was a delay in me coming back. So it was very annoying. Uh, and the sounds are also louder. It picks up 
for whatever reason, it picks up a lot more sound. And uh, so that was interesting. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, that's basically it. Muting is key. Muting is key. Now, the last thing that I really want to implore that you guys check out is Audio Hijack. You can download it for free and check it out for yourself. I have to say that even though once you get it, it makes sense. Uh, at first, it might feel like, what is going on here with this? Um, because it's it's a little overwhelming. It's Audio Hijack. The program is sort of like having a virtual mixer. So it it gives you so many different options sometimes. It actually even does post-production in it. It does like audio production within it, meaning it adds compression, it adds limiters, it adds all the stuff that a mixer would do for you to make your audio better. And uh, so it has all those options within it built in, which is fantastic. So if you don't want to buy a mixer, Audio Hijack is actually a really fantastic way to do it. But there is a slight learning curve. You kind of have to understand how it works uh, as a whole. Then it does make sense. Then you're able to go like, oh, I know how to set it up. So what I did is I just went, I've had it forever and there's been a while that I've just decided to play with it. And I went, of course, to YouTube and I searched for Audio Hijack. And you have to just use Audio Hijack 3, not Audio Hijack Pro, which is the prior version. And there are a lot more tutorials about Audio Hijack Pro than there are about Audio Hijack 3 or the latest version. The latest version has a an icon that's yellow. So it's like a little yellow bottle. That's the one that you want. You don't want Audio Hijack Pro, which is like a little circle that's a little blue circle. It's Audio Hijack. It's the same company, uh, but it's the newest version. And again, it's $49. And if you have Audio Hijack Pro, you can upgrade but for $25. Yay! Amen, sister. Amen. And I, we, we we did it. Yay. So do you want to give a li- I know. Oh, my God. You guys are probably like, oh, my God. She talked about that for so long. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know exactly. Do you know right? who that's from? Wait. If you can tell me the Muppet that snores like that, oh, I will I give know. you free Ochos for life. Oh, three Ochos for life. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my God. It's totally coming. Oh, oh, Big Bird. No. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, what? he does do something similar. But the, the Muppet that does that is the two-headed monster on Sesame Street where one does the inhale oh and the other gosh, does the exhale. Yeah. And that dude's my favorite except for the alien who goes, yep, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, my God. Remember yeah, him? Yes. Yeah, I've been watching Sesame Street lately because it's like the it's literally the only show that Isaac will sit and watch. And luckily for me, it's on at 6. So if he gets up before 7, he can stare at it until I can open my eyes and function. Oh, that's awesome. And I love those two Muppets. Those are my favorite. I love it. Yeah. Um, so are we moving on or are we banging yes, out? Yes, we are. Yeah, we're we're going to. Because this topic I'm excited about. I know. You're Not totally, that I was. <laughs> I know. I totally hear you. Okay. So this let me, one is going to be interesting. Let no, me give kidding. you a really quick recap, guys. There was a conversation that I, well, I, it came into my attention as I'm like, you know, because that's what I do. I'm a little obsessive about podcasting. So anytime that arises, the conversation I see. And so on Twitter, I saw a post about, okay, so. There is a conference called TwitchCon, TwitchCon, which is an event for streamers and gamers that gathers in San Francisco, and it happened on September 25th and 26th at the Moscone Center. And mm. it has, you know, a big, it's a conference. Of course, they have lots of places, the people who are coming in there, vendors and whatnot. And blue microphones, the, you know, the blue microphones that everybody buys were at that conference. And they had this gigantic poster of this lady 
that was less than appropriate. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Using the using the Yeti, right? The Yeti mic, the Yeti microphone, in yeah. a in a way that alluded that she was doing something or was going to do something to the microphone that involved. I don't know. You it can- looks like she's about to swallow a giant penis. Okay, <laughs> just freaking say it. It's a terrible ad. I mean, I guess if you're, I guess if you want to sell to douchey twenty or to twenty five year old guys who like tattoos and slutty chicks, it's a great ad if that's the case. But then I started. You know, this is the first time it just hit me though. But then if you're a guy, then you have that image of that microphone as. A male member. Yeah, exactly. In your face. So now you are about to swallow a big giant penis. Exactly. It's almost homoerotic. Exactly. So anyway. Well, now I'm thinking my microphone is a big giant penis. So thanks, Elsie. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, You know, I know. And I keep saying big giant. I can't just say penis without saying like big giant. Well, because it's big giant. I mean, honestly, (laughs) if you look at the uh, the Yeti mic, at the blue Yeti or the the Yeti Pro, they are giant and heavy. And giant that's the really the best way to say it my little h2n that i'm using right now is tiny and very movable um rieger's response by the way is hilarious okay okay she, so so wait she, she posted oh sorry i don't know no no, no you go ahead go ahead go ahead no it's just funny because like when you posted this like we got lots of great response but my favorite one is rieger stone-faced with giant earphones and horn-rimmed glasses Standing in front of her mic, looking into the camera, like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, she, she, I think she's even wearing like a flannel plaid shirt. <laughs> like, she, like, I think she mentions it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it says, no wonder my husband wanted me to get a blue mic. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> ah, so funny. It's by far my favorite response. I mean, like, I don't know. It's my favorite response. Yeah. Mean, well, the truth see, is, like, I, like I, in as a person in advertising and used to looking at advertising, like, I probably would have looked at this and, like, just it would have gone right through me. Like, I wouldn't have even thought to get pissed about it. Like, as a woman podcaster, it doesn't offend me. As a woman, it doesn't offend me. But I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm desensitized to it or if because I don't know. Like, I just I don't know. I end up being in a lot of um, what's the word industries that are in a you know predominantly a man's world and maybe i just get maybe i just got used to it and i'm over it i'm not i mean i'm a pretty raging feminine feminazi but when it comes to advertising i think i'm just i don't still care really well we can still talk i mean it's not that i don't care like they shouldn't have done it of course they shouldn't have done it but when i look at it i'm just kind of like ah figures does that make sense you know i understand that it's figures but i think that what really got me you know, thinking about that is that I, I think what it was is that I really, I really like blue microphones. You, you know? do? I do. I really like blue microphones. I like the company. I like the, the style of the microphones that they have. They have really interesting shapes. They have different design elements that are awesome. They're trying great things. I, I really do like a lot of the branding that goes on with blue microphones. They've been constantly, you know, used by a lot of women. And I think that there was a really huge disconnection between what they put out and the kind of clientele that they have. You know, I I actually had, I'm going to share it in the show notes as well. Maybe I'll have a link to it. I'm not sure if I have an actual, I think in my Instagram feed, I might years ago. Um, I got a Nessie 
blue microphone uh, mm-hmm. a while ago, and I just loved that little thing. And I took a picture of myself kissing the ball. Yeah. Right. That's and, different, though. It didn't look like a big giant. That's penis. what I'm saying. And so it was like it's a very for me when I put that I'm like, oh, well, that's a really neat looking ad. That's what I thought. I'm like, that's a. Uh, uh, I even tweeted out blue microphones when I took that picture, and I used it. I actually use it as my own personal like um, artwork whenever I do ID three tags on my on my personal computer and stuff that has to do with just me that doesn't really have any other ID3 tags. And I know that's totally geeky, but that's my artwork. And so it's me kissing a blue microphone. And I think that they could have gone that way if they're wanting to appeal. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get why they had to use that. And and I was deeply disappointed because, you know, the Yaddies do look like a big giant penis. You don't need to have an ad that tells you that they look like a big giant penis. No. You don't. Why don't they why doesn't the banana industry try that? <laughs> so oh my God. But I don't know. Did you want to read some of the I mean Yeah, well see responses? here so here's my question. This is what I posted on the She Podcast page. Yes. You know, I said that it Elsie was a big fail. The question. So I put up the question and I said, because everybody loves the blue Yeti mics. And so, so for me, the ad was a question about, should we forgive them? Should we forgive their ability for a company to make like a decision that obviously made a lot of people angry? They could have done a lot of different things. I just felt that there was a disconnection with their audience. Should we forgive, forgive them? Forgive and forget. I have to take notes because I have to answer this question myself on several levels. Okay. So let me just think here for a second. Do you want to read some of the Yes, responses? I will. While you're thinking about it. So, of course. i got to be organized here. Since we have Carol Sanek, we, we've already spoken about. She's very, very adamant. She says, no, we should not. We shouldn't. We don't forgive and forget. Ford for the probe. Or Abercrombie and Flint and Fitch for their T-shirts and so much more. They need to change this now. So, oh, and another thing too. Supposedly they did change the big gigantic ad. They covered it up, but it was like covered up, but you could still see it. And then they were like, "We're sorry, we're trying to get another image," kind of thing. So they did sort of. There was a lot of uproar in Twitter on Twitter, and people are, are sharing that. So let's see what's another response. I like. Will you share all the double entendre responses because I found those to be my favorite. The double like entendre. One, okay, go ahead. Yeah, like so. Like, who was it that said, "Man, that blows"? But oh. bum. But on chat. Oh my you know god! What I mean? Like, those are my favorite ones. It's just yeah. So I think what it is, it's like you know, what's the un- in what universe is this happening? You know. So here's um, Karen Osborne. Nope, sexist assholes. Just because you changed an ad because of pissed off females, it still makes you an asshole. Any human, male or female, instantly knows this is backwards step in marketing. Do um, you want to share a little bit of? I mean, can you? Um... Because you know that we have the honor of having Dr. Clarissa, uh, Dr. C, Dr. Estes, yes, in our group, and yes. she posted something really, I don't know, thought provoking. And a lot of what she says is kind of what I was thinking. Like she mentions the fact that like they're scrambling to fix it. Right, they're, they were trying, mm-hmm. but you know, she also says you know that she doesn't like the ad, and then yeah, and then she also says like why the ad is sad and oh, depressing. My yeah, it's like actually really. Oh gosh, it's really good. I mean, it's so, and it's really long. It's pretty long. That's why I thought maybe you could paraphrase it a little, but like, I can do it if you want, if you prefer. Yeah, you can go, go ahead and see if if we can get some of that. 
her first point was just that we as women have the power to change and by protesting like we don't have to insult them that we can be saying you know we're not going to recommend a product and saying why it's not the same as saying like those guys are assholes which is useless is i think what she's saying and then on the other hand and she's also saying you know that we should boycott them etc and then she says but you know the blue mic people are kind of like working to correct and so giving them a little slack could be good because they're acting as if at least they didn't know it would be offensive and therefore you have to give them props for trying to fix the situation. Um, And then she talks about the ad itself and how not okay it is because the woman is pretty. She's probably vivacious, but here she's posed in a predatory stance. She doesn't look like she's in charge. She's looking forced to perform. Her eyes are dead. Her mouth grim. I'm sure she's a perfectly nice person. Willingly posed. Maybe she even had fun doing so. But it reminds me of photos we've seen in the news. Girls being trafficked who are forced to pose by friends in order to make John salivate, which was like, ugh, that just made it. So much worse on a different level because if you do look at her like she is grip – she's gripping the flat surface of the desk like she's a cat. Her hair is to one side like she's – like she is like going to devour her prey and she's wearing leather and what kind of looks like studded shirt and like she's tattooed. I don't know if her eyes are dead. I think she's just looking in the camera like, hey, I'm kind of uncomfortable with my wrist like this because her wrist (laughs) looks like it's going to like – if that's not photoshopped, it looks like it's going to snap the hell off. Yeah. No, it's so, it's a kind of an awkward uh, an awkward thing. Again, maybe the so image. Yeah, there's a lot of points there that she makes that I think are good. Yeah, go ahead. What were you saying about the image? I'm sorry. No, the image itself of that it's it's really I see that I see that even the, the picture itself there's nothing light about it. It's a very heavy and dark and kind of grimy, if if I were to classify it. And I think she hits it uh, on the head there where, you know, when when she's talking about that they have, you know, it's the same sort of look. They have long hair or extensions and, they, and uh, to make it appear as that it's considered a sexual trope by some. They, too, are bent over another sexual trope. They, too, show cleavage. They, too, are preteened or complementary into posing. Their heart and soul's condition, however, shows on their faces. And so, you know, there's a, a variety of different levels to why this was a big fail for blue microphones. And, and, and I think I'm, I'm wondering how responsible are we, you know, and I'm talking not necessarily just because of blue microphones or maybe using them, but how responsible are we to have the advertising that we have, the marketing out there? to really reflect who we want to represent or who our audience is. Because I think that there was a disconnect there. I'm going back to that same conversation. Like, who approved this? Who said, hey, this is a really great picture to have... This is my point number one. Okay. Because I've worked in a, a much larger company's marketing department than Blue. Like, I worked in Subaru's marketing department, and I know what goes into a decision like this. And it's at least 20 people. It's the... Let's just say that Blue... For for let's just say maybe they they outsource their creative to an agency because that's what Subaru does. They don't have in in house creative people. They have in house designers and brand Nazis, but they don't have people who create the ads. They outsource that to an agency. So let's just say that you have a marketing director and an associate marketing director and some interns, and they are talking to the agency who over there has an ad who has like an account rep 
who keeps the marketing manager happy and then the two designers who create the ad and then, you know, the art director. So there's four people at the agency, at least four people in the marketing level. And then once that's all decided what they're going to do, they go back and forth about the creative a couple times. And then, of course, the, the marketing director at the company, Blue, he's got to run it by like the VP of whatever the fuck. And then they have to decide, you know, the event coordinator whoever's going to go there and display the ad whoever's representing them they all have to see it approve it know where it's going to go know the size then they send it to the printer not that the printer has any clout whatsoever because he's just the schmuck with the paper right but that means still that's there's at least 15 people this is on a small scale that have seen the ad signed off on it said it was okay thought it was clever laughed at the idea thought oh we'll get some attention for that that'll show you know some people that we're edgy and maybe this will you know i mean all those people were either convinced that it was a good idea or didn't say that it wasn't which in a company is entirely possible true because when you're even if you are the female associate marketing director of events or whoever whatever bullshit title these people have you're not going to say to your boss um I don't know. I, I mean, then then that's not even to count the people at the agency who who audition the models, do the shoot, pose the girl. I mean, none of that is like that. Just added on another ten people, and none and half those people are not in the position to say, "I'm not sure this is a good idea." And a lot of times, you can just go in around and around agreeing with everybody just to have it done. Sometimes ideas just slip by to get things done. Maybe they were running late on this ad. Maybe they forgot they had the space. Maybe they had to do something quick. Maybe this chick is someone's wife. Someone's Maybe it's the printer slutty wife. And she oh was God. happy to do it because they just needed an ad on the fly. Like you right. never know. Yeah. And telling you is not going to help. If Blue were to be like, hey, man, we were just late on this ad. Obviously, they're not going to do that. They're not going to tell you the situation behind how or why this ad got out, but there could be a million reasons, and it doesn't matter because that's not important. It's kind of like when you steal from someone and then you're like, but I was hungry. No, I don't give a fuck. That's my stuff. Get out of my grocery bags. You know what I mean? So there's a million reasons why, and none of the reasons matter. It's just that, I mean, as far as like what Dr. E was saying about giving them slack, it's kind of like, to me, it's just like, I feel two ways about it. On the one hand... I 100% agree with you. Like these people let this go out and it wasn't two people. It was probably 20 people. On the other hand, I feel like they're working really hard to fix it. They're yeah. not making excuses for it. They scrambled like crazy. Mm-hmm. But, but on the, then on the, and then I have a third arm now because I'm an octopus and my third arm feels like we do live in a society where almost anybody can be angry about anything and, we have to act according to who's pissed off, not according to like what's actually happening. And it's terrible. And I'll give you an example of this. This is what's been bothering me all week. And not many people know this story. At University of Delaware, which is my alma mater, and I live very close to there, they had this whole article on the Review, which is their newspaper. And it was actually, I think, local paper. The article said that there were, you know, nooses. Hanging from a tree on campus. They looked like nooses. And all of the black people on campus were super pissed off because it's near or under or around the area where they were protesting Black Lives Matter either the week before or the day before, something like that. Maybe it was like a couple days prior. They had been protesting Black Lives Matter right there. And now 
nooses are hanging from the tree. And then the whole article was like, campus police is getting involved. UD has made a statement that this is not what we stand for. A whole to-do was made about it. People are crying in the streets. And those strings were from paper lanterns that had been left up from a festival the day before. They were not nooses. It was not a hate crime. It had nothing to do with black people or protesting or Black Lives Matter or anything else. But we're so ready to be pissed off and furious and how dare they and what the hell that everything is offensive. It's kind of like that movie PCU where you can't say. I don't know that movie. Oh, well, it's. Well, it's this old movie. It's like one of David Spade's like first movies ever. And basically it's this movie where like everyone on campus is angry at everyone else. So you have like the like feminazis and then you have like the stoners and then you have like the free the meat people, like the vegetarians. And then they – I mean like it's – and everyone's mad at one another. And then like the basis of the story is like this one – house is like they're going to lose their house so they have a party and their only way to make the money is to invite everyone and in order to do that they have to make them all stop hating each other so they start a protest called we're not going to protest we're not going to protest we're not going to protest actually really funny but it reminds me of what what kind of society we're living in right now really and that that story at ud really nailed it for me like this is what it's come to a string can't hang from a tree just left there by a tired and possibly drunk student who was forced to clean up from a university event without being a noose. A noose of all things. Which, by the way, could be somebody setting up for suicide. That still doesn't even have to involve black people, really. Well, I think that there's a... (laughs) (laughs) Have I said too much? Just tell me if I've said too much. Because I'm not trying to be racist. I just feel like... I just feel like... And I'm not saying... That doesn't even... I don't even know if that applies to this ad because it's like, yes, obviously it's like anti-feminist and whatever else. But like, isn't it all you? I mean, I just wish things could be more about intention than fact. Sometimes, just sometimes. Like, was I on this show as I was talking about Shallow Hal? Shallow Hal's been on a lot on HBO and I turned it on because I like Black Jack. Uh, Jack Black Jack. Because <laughs> I like Jack Black. But there's a lot of fat jokes in that movie. And now when I watch it, I'm so much more offended than I was when it first came out. Like, so much more. And it's just because, like, our society has evolved in a way where I'm just like, you can't tell fat jokes about her like that. That's not cool, man. <laughs> and just in my head, I react like, that's not cool, man. But 20 years ago or 10, 15 years ago, I thought it was hilarious. I'm the same way. I mean, I'm a fat girl. I'm the same weight I was then. Why am I more offended by it now? It's not because I'm 40 and I was 30 then. It's because it's not funny anymore because because we're so ready to be pissed about everything i don't know if that's a good thing or not as a comedian i know it's not a good thing but just as a person living in society like no i don't think we should make fun of fat people but as all of our freedom of speech aka comedy aka art aka ways of selling things is it all gonna smooth out and be vanilla and is that really a good thing i don't know no i i just think that it did you know for me I, I I understand both sides of the things that you are talking about. And m- most of the time, I take a little bit more. Like, I pick the battles that I choose to fight, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of time. There's, and this is our battle. This ad is our battle. And I get that. Yeah. And, and I think the reason that the reason that this was really kind of shocking to me is because the branding for blue microphones, right? Because these are so inherent to what we are being represented to here. It's not like I haven't seen this anywhere else. It's not like GoDaddy was mentioned a lot. 
Uh, it's not that GoDaddy hasn't been using the same type of thing before or American Apparel, for God's sake, which is like, it makes me sick every time I see the ads in that. Um, but But they're not as close as these microphones that we are intimately using all the time as a woman's community. I know, I know, I know. I was kind of shocked because... It's offensive. I do like the brand. It was offensive to me because of this. And I just thought, I'm not sure that's the kind of company that I want to support, especially in the space, especially when they are not in, they're not aware of, of, of what impact they make. Maybe they, they are aware now. And my first thought was like, I really want to talk with the CEO. I really want to talk yeah. with the marketing person. Yes. I really want to talk to them and hear their side of the story. I really want to know if there was something that they didn't really think about because the majority of, yes, of course, there are, people keep thinking that there aren't that many women podcasters and I keep, and I keep fighting that there are, there are a lot of women behind the mic, but th- this is the kind of stuff that it's like, what? Are you kidding me? I would, I would not have bought blue microphones if I just saw something like that in my face. I mean, you have to have your face up against the darn mic. And it's... Yeah, I mean, as a woman podcaster, it's offensive because I look at that ad and I think, well, what about us? Don't you give a shit about selling to us? Fuck you. Exactly, exactly. That's why it's annoying. But as far as like feminism and dead eyes and uh, I mean that's why it's annoying but if you saw this and she was selling amaretto would it be as offensive no it no. wouldn't because it's you because part of the because or I guess you know even? it's even like no because we know that slutty women sell beer the alcohol industry is like that absolutely no I so completely understand we don't want understand. our industries to be like that and I and I get that but on the other hand I just feel like well I mean you know sex sells it's stupid but it's life. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. Now, again, the other half of my brain is like, hey, man, I like those microphones too. Hey, man, that's not cool. But is it any, like, is it any different than like every time a vacuum commercial comes on, I'm hyper aware of who's vacuuming? Anytime someone's never. doing laundry, I'm hyper aware <laughs> of, I mean, let me just say this. I'm not hyper aware of when it's the mom, but I'm very aware of when it's the dad. When huh. I see the dad doing laundry, and if he's a black man, even better because then i'm just like wow they're really forward thinking and that's ridiculous too i shouldn't think that they're because the black dad is doing laundry how worldly this company is it's so dumb it's just (laughs) as dumb as why is the white lady doing the laundry right so i don't know i mean i just feel like our thinking is all askew and advertising makes it worse but like the question whether or not we forgive them, I just feel like, hey, man, at least they're trying to fix it. If they, at least they said something about it. At least they're trying to fix it. At least they apologized. At least they didn't give excuses. At least they took a blankie and covered it up. Like they took like a, what, a hotel napkin and covered her face? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like it she was, was still, Hitler yeah. or something. I mean, it was, like, I mean, they went above and beyond to fix our malcontent and that's kind of nice i think you should talk to the ceo i'd love to hear that conversation i know i shouldn't (laughs) because not because i'm angry but just because like i think you would be a perfect person to have this conversation to be um what's the word when you're not judgmental yeah to be yeah yes I think you more would be per- like perfect. presenting the news, uh, if political. You will. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that would be. Per- In fact, I'm going to see if we can get that to happen because I would just love to hear like what you want to ask because I do think that you would be neutral, totally. Even though you're not, you are. 
Right. You would be a you would be a good journalist for that story, Elsie. I fully agree. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. We'll see because I'm interested. I'm interested Me to too. see this, especially with with the voice and the people that they represent. And you know what? If if women podcasters or podcasters are not their audience, then great. They can continue doing what they need to do. You know, who is their person? Who is their avatar? Who are they wanting to sell to? Do they want to sell to musicians? Right? So um, it, it's just, that's fine. It's as long as they can back up whoever it is that they are supporting, you know? You know what we should do, Elsie? This is what? just the entrepreneur in me talking. We should create an ad package for sad and sorry male chauvinist companies who are trying to make it better. And if they give us $10,000 a month in sponsorship, maybe we could forgive them for being a male chauvinist pig. And this goes to all of you, Budweiser, Blue Yeti. You want to be a male chauvinist pig? Just pay the toll. And Elsie and I will be happy to do all the feminist statements you want to your other target market. How about that? Elsie's right now sweating because she thinks oh I'm actually going to go. She's just like, oh, my God, if I have to oh sell Blue God. Yeti now, I'm going to have to paint a different face over this face so I don't have to be myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you guys. I wouldn't really do that. <laughs> She's like, no. But like. And on that note, no. You know, I mean, but if they want to support women's podcasting community, I can think of a lot of ways they can do that. A lot. Oh, totally. I think that they, that they, you totally. I, to, I completely agree. It's all I'm saying. Agree. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. agree. All right. But, yeah. so let's, um, but, but yeah, we really do need to wrap it up, dude. We've got wrap, to wrap it up. up. Like, stat. I'm on a roll. Um, let's do it. So if you need, if you want to have any feedback about Skype alternatives or this whole Blue Yeti thing, uh, please email feedback at com. You can send us voice feedback. We will play your voice feedback. We will play it. Um, you could do that by attaching an audio file to feedback at shepodcast.com or you could use speakpipe.com slash shepodcast, an app for your iPhone, or you can tap it on the website shepodcast.com. You Wait. can join our group, shepodcast.com. What? Before we go, I wanted to know, what did you think of that news story? What news story? News. News story. Oh, that news story. I was like, <laughs> what news story? What are you talking about? Well, you know, I, it, this, is the, this is the thing for me because right now I'm, I'm not to the same degree as what you're thinking about. But you know how everybody's been posting that thing like Facebook is going to do the yes. $5.99. Everyone's blah, angry because blah. Facebook owns our lives. Yeah. And so I'm like. Can you just do just a little bit more research before you start screaming and yelling? Same with Can this. You just exactly. Discern. That's all I'm saying. Different so topic, for me, same problem. Exactly. Yes. So just before you go nuts, before you yes. move with the herd mentality, because what happens is you just start to ride on the same momentum that the loudest voices are putting out there. And particularly in social media, it's really easy to copy and paste. It's really easy to like. It's really easy to share without really engaging with an article or actually reading what it's about, which is why whenever I posted even this blue microphone stuff on the She Podcast page, I made sure that I said it's happening at this conference. It's not a true ad, meaning a real live ad that's on the internet. I was reporting on how they were trying to cover it up. I was watching the conversation happening as it was happening. So it wasn't like, these people suck and I hate them. You know, it was really about this is what's happening. This is what they did. They screwed up and see it from that perspective. So with the whole news thing, it's one of those things too. We have to be able to be, again, grownups and smart ones. Well, at least do your research. Ask the right questions. Yeah. Follow up. 
do your don't make excuses for people. Yeah, and simply make your own decision and speak the truth when it's time to do it. So that's it. You know, I don't know about the listeners, but I have to say I'm really enjoying the Elsie grow, grow the hell up speech, and and I would like them to be a <laughs> continuous. Um, segment of every show from now on. Like at one point in every episode, I just want to hear Elsie go, We need to be adults, grow up, and do what we need to do. If you could just do it every time, I just, from now on, you guys are going to have to help me find a reason for Elsie to get mad and call us I mean, children every time. That's the way everybody just grow up. If you guys want to see her grow up face, it's on LinkedIn, her LinkedIn oh my profile. God. That face says, Grow the hell up. That's her grow the hell up face. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she had to be serious because it's LinkedIn, right? And I'm like, why that one? She goes, it's serious because I'm LinkedIn. I'm like, that's her grow the hell up face. Oh my Take god, a look. it's hilarious. I know it's probably gonna have people like, you're gonna beat me up, you're gonna punch yeah. me in the face. Yeah, and then and then so. join our group, shepodcast.com forward slash group. Like our page, facebook.com, she podcasts. Please follow us on Twitter, twitter.com, she podcasts. And then sign up for our webinars because the next yes. one's going to be about sponsorships and media kits and advertisers. And then we all have two in the bag that you can purchase already a LinkedIn for podcasters and Clamor for podcasters mm-hmm. and how you can kick your butt against mm-hmm. out there with Clamor. So check it out, y'all. This is y'all, been super baby, fun. y'all. I'm all pumped up from this. Now we're going to go take some have, more yes, stuff yes. and I'm going to go kick some go, more ass. Go. We Let's need to it. hear from you guys. So yes, thank you. Feedback. feedback. Okay, thank sorry. you and bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>